Okay, so we're on Perik Yud, Mishnah Zayin. The last two Mishnahis in Maseches Vav Basra, Bezras Hashem will be Messiah tonight. The first Mishnah over here, which is, it's really like four Mishnahis, but uh, it's called one Mishnah over here. The first case in the Mishnah is you have two brothers. One is rich, the other one is poor. They both inherit a bathhouse or olive press together. And uh, the halacha is is that they share the income equally. That's not much of a chiddush. But uh, if they don't decide to use it for business, they just decide to use it for equal use. So the poor brother has no right to tell the older brother that uh, I should be reimbursed because, listen, I don't have... uh, I don't have as many people in my household, I don't have all the help, and I don't have all the olives that you do, so you're using it more, so you should have to reimburse me. The halacha is, is that it goes even Stephen, and everybody gets to use it, and no one can charge the other one. That's halacha number one. Halacha number two in the Mishnah, uh, famous halacha in Gittin specifically, Shte Yosef ben Shimon begir achas. There are two guys named Yosef ben Shimon, they both live in the same city, Neither one of them can write a star against the other because no one is going to know who has to pay who. And no one can take out a star against them in the city because uh, each one of them is going to be able to be madcha and say, the other guy owes you money, the other guy owes you money. Similarly, if somebody has a shofar or a receipt that says that, uh, what's it called? That says that Yosef ben Shimon paid me, so the other guy can always say, "Well, it was me," and the other one always could say that it was me, and uh, and it goes back and goes back and forth. What's the way to get out of this dilemma? So you have to go back another generation. Yosef ben Shimon ben Matisyahu. Um, otherwise, you know, whatever. If it's not, then you put in Hakohen. If you can't do that, then you have to put in some kind of a sign. He's a redhead, or he's. Uh, He's short or he's tall or whatever it is, or that's uh, that, that's what you've got to do. Okay, next. Um, next is the third case of the Mishnah. Someone is on his deathbed and he tells his son, uh, one of my shtaras that you're going to collect from is uh, Parua, and he doesn't tell him which one. So Allah is, is that the son can't collect from any of the shtaras because uh, and therefore is a problem. If, uh, if, one, of the, if one of the people... One of the the creditors that uh, that he uh, what's it called uh, one of the one of the people that he lent, that he lent money to um, actually owes two stars and uh, the father said one of the people is Potter so then he can collect from this guy but he has to collect from the smaller amount of the two stars not the bigger again because I'm mostly mechaverol and then the last thing that we have over here is the din of uh, Aravim. The is, is that if somebody is an Arav, if someone's a cosigner, so you first have to collect from the Lova. If the Lova is not, uh, doesn't have any money or doesn't have any uh, land, then you go after the cosigner. If you say Almanas, so it's a Machlekes, the Tanakama says you can collect from whoever you want. He says Almanas, that I can collect from the Arav first. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says you still can't. But everybody agrees that if he was an Arif Kablan, Arif Kablan means that they're taking the loan together and you can collect from whoever you want. Um, Shingam Liel, though, says that if there's an Arif Kablan for a wife's ksuba, so we don't let you collect from the Kablan first uh, until the husband is madder his wife Bahana. Why? Because what we're afraid is, is they're going to collect the money from the Kablan and then he's going to remarry her and they're going to rip off the Arif Kablan 
So therefore, he has to be madar hanav before uh, she collects the ksuba from the Ari of Kabul. All right, let's see Mishnah Zayin inside. Shnei Achim, there are two brothers. Echad Ani ve'echad Ashir. One is poor, and the other guy is rich. V'hiniach lohem aviyam merchatz. And their father left them over a bathhouse, a besabad, or an olive press, the asan l'schar, and they use it to make money. Aschar l'emtza, so then they divide the profits equally. Asan l'atzman, if they're using it for themselves, hariya asher oimer l'ani, the asher can say to the ani, listen, uh, don't have tainas on me that I'm using it more than you do. Um, just go buy yourself some avadim like I have and they too will be able to use the merchats go buy some more zesim and then press them in the besabad next case there are two people who live in the same city both of them are called Yesib and Shimon they can't take a star one on the other because no proof who paid didn't pay. And no one will be able to take a star out on them because, again, the same thing. Uh, you, each one can say, I paid, and push him off to the other one. If somebody finds a shaver that said that Yosef ben Shimon already paid, then so you can't collect from either one of them. So how do you get out of this problem? So you have to go to the third generation, Yosef ben Shimon ben Matis Then they should write a simen, uh, meaning he's a redhead or he's, he's tall, he's short, he's heavy. If they, you know, if they look the same, you know, they both have that that same quality. Yichtavu koin, they should write koin. Emer levinai. Next case over here. Someone says to his son, Shtar ben Shtaraisai Parua. One of my shtaris that I have that I'm giving over to you, so it's paid back. So don't collect from any day. He doesn't know which one. Shtar is cool. I'm Parua. He can't collect anything. Nimsel echad sham shnayim. If he finds that. Uh, <coughs> If he finds two stars of one particular individual, and the father said that uh, one individual paid back his stars, so Hagadol Perua Katanena Perua. So Amalva Eschaveray Aide Arev. Somebody who lends his friend and there's an Arev, well, you part him in Arev. The Arev can't get collected from first. Yimamar Almanashe Parim Misha Eretz. You part him in Arev. That is the Tanakama. Rav Shimon Leolimer. No, it's implicit that you can't do that. The leva has what to pay back from. says that her husband divorces her. So, what's unstated over here is that a kablon. Everybody agrees you can collect from the kablon first. Rishonim Leil adds though that if there's a kablon on Ksuvasisha, so then um, we say that uh, what's it called? The husband's divorcing her, and she's going to collect from the kablon. The husband has to be madar hanah. Shema yasu kenunya because maybe they're going to make um, a trick. Al nechasim on the nechasim shul zeviyachzerasishtoi. So they'll walk away with the properties of the Arab kablon, and then they'll get remarried. Okay. Which brings us to Mishnah Ches, the last Mishnah in Baruch Basra. Okay, we started off with the well-known halacha 
that a milva b'shtar you can collect from the chasim b'nei chayrim and from the chasim meshubadim that were already sold off to lakuchas. You can take them away from the buyers because they were mortgaged alone. However, if uh, it was a milva alpeh, milva alpeh, people don't know about, and therefore you can only collect from b'nei chorin of the lova. Uh, also, a shtar, but it's it's a shtar that's written in the handwriting of the uh, of the lova. It's not a shtar with edim that also doesn't have any coal, and you can only collect from b'nei chorin. Um, the last case over here, and this brings us to the end, is that let's say that you have an Arev who signs on the Shtar after the fact. In other words, there are Adim, and afterwards the Arev signs on. So uh, the Tanakhama says over here, it's Rabbi Shmuel, he says you can only collect from Bnei Chayrim, and he brings a story proving his position. Benanis comes and says that anything, any Arev that signed after the Adim did, is worth nothing. Why? Because all the Arev is doing is uh, he, it's tantamount to somebody who uh, his friend is choking him in the somebody's choking him in the shuk, and this other guy comes and you know wants to get him off of his neck. So that's what the Arev is doing over here. He sees that this guy is not going to have any money, and uh, if he doesn't jump in and do something fast, then this guy is going to go under. So therefore he signs it. Therefore he signs his name after the fact. But he really didn't uh, have a mind to be mischayim himself, and that's the sheet of Benanis. Rabbi Shmuel at the end is made to Benanis, and he says that anybody who wants to become a chacham should learn Dine Nominus, and if you want to do it, so you should go and learn it from Benanis. So that's Mishnah Ches Hamalves Chaver Bishtar, somebody who. Um, <clears throat> what's it called, who, uh, lends his, uh, who lends his friend money with a shtar, he can collect from mortgaged properties that are sold off already. If he just uh, was ma'va, just witnesses saw him give the money, so he can collect by the money that, from the, that the leva has, but not from the chasm meshubadim. If the Malve brings uh, takes out a signed piece of paper and the signature of the Leva that he's chayev money, and it's not a star, it doesn't have kol. An Arev who was put onto the star after the star was signed, you can collect from this Arev, I'm sorry, you can collect from the Arev's Nechasim Bnechayim. Uh, there was a story that came from Rabbi Shmuel that you can collect from such an Arev from the Chasim Bnei Chayim. Benanis said to Rabbi Shmuel, You can't collect from such an Arev from anything. So Rabbi Shmuel said, Why? If someone goes and starts choking someone else in the marketplace, and the other guy finds him. Leave him alone. Putter. He's putter. In other words, he says, get off of his neck and I'll give you a hundred dollars. It's not a yishaibus because he's just trying to get you off of the other guy's neck. So too, this guy who signs on as an Arev after the fact, he didn't really mean it. He just wants to make sure that the Malved doesn't destroy the Lovet. What's an Arev Chayev? If he says, lend him and then I'll give you, and it's before this, the star was signed, then he's Chayev. Because 
he uh, he lent them the money um, based on the good on the good faith of the Arav and that the Arav can take care of it. Am Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, a writer shiachim, someone who wants to become a chacham, yasek b'dine mamanis, that he should learn dine mamanis. She'ein l'cham mektsaya b'tayra, that there is no uh, corner, there is no area in Tyra, gadol mehem, that's greater than they. She'ein k'mayan hanoveya, that they're like a fountain that keeps on gushing forth. But a writer shiachim b'dine mamanis, and if you want to do it for real, you want to be isek in dine mamanis, Yishamesh is Shimon Benanis, so you should get Shimush from Shimon Benanis because he is the expert in Dine Mominus. We should all become experts in Dine Mominus. Salik Maseches Basra.